This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. I am your host, Lance Descott, and it's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. It's playoff time, folks, and the Blues would be taking on the Minnesota Wild, a team they had pretty good success against in the regular season, going 3-2. and two. In my playoff preview episode, I talked about how the Blues would need to put a lot of pressure on Dubnik, uh, get guys in front of the net, and get a lot of good scoring opportunities. Also, on the other end, they needed to limit the Wild to under 26 shots, in my mind, 27 and keep that pressure off of Jake Allen. Would they be able to do that from the start of the game? No, they would not. And Jake Allen faced a lot of pressure. But Jake stood tall like he has for the last several months of the season in the first period and made a lot of great saves. And here are just a few of them. Zona, Hansel along the boards, deflects it toward the net, but it's controlled by Schmaltz. And ahead to Tarasenko, who's hit by Halla. Halla takes it away. He's in for Minnesota. And a save by Allen. Great work by Howland to create a one-on-one with the goaltender, but when he went to the backhand, Allen holds his ground and deflects it. His shot blocked by Edmondson. Hollandville recovers. Got it to Stahl, who fires. Saved by Allen. Stewart was unable to corral the rebound cleanly. He couldn't corral it. That would have been a goal. He bounced over his stick, and he could have swept that around into an open net. Holler pokes it past Pareko. Holler fires. Steered aside by Allen. Pavanville a shot saved by Allen. And again, Holler lurking nearby for Minnesota. So Jake Allen stands strong in the first period for the Blues. And after the first period, we are a 0-0 tie. And the Blues are very fortunate to get out of that first period at 0-0. Although they had nine shots, they did not have a lot of good scoring opportunities. The Wild had ten shots in that first period and had probably five or six of those with pretty good scoring opportunities. Anyone that uh, is doubting Jake Allen should uh, really shut their mouth up now because he played awesome in this game. Going into the second period, we're hoping that the Blues will come out faster. Well, they actually didn't. Minnesota looked just as strong as they did in the first period. The Blues did not get a shot on goal until around five minutes in, and they would get the first goal of the game six minutes and 21 seconds into the second period on this beautiful goal by Vladimir Sabotka. Don Forslund, Brian Boucher back with you in the state of hockey. St. Paul, Minnesota, Sabotka steal. His shot scores! Vladimir Sabotka gets the goal. St. Louis breaks the ice. Well, we talked about Vladimir Saboka and what he means to this hockey club coming over from the KHL. It's like a, a huge addition at a trade deadline. Off the faceoff, it's a win by the Wild, but a turnover by Brodeen, and then eventually a ricocheted puck on Devin Dubnik. Brodeen has all the time in the world, tries to get this puck up the wall. It does not get out. Saboka picks it up. I believe that goes off Christian Folan. And from Folan... It fools Dubnik. Dubnik thinks it's going high glove. It ends up going to the blocker side. 
And the St. Louis Blues have a one nothing lead. Sabotka puts the Blues on the scoreboard first with his first goal of the playoffs and second is a Blue this year. He had one when he came back in that game against the Avalanche and Steen gets his first assist of the playoffs also. Six minutes and 21 seconds in and the Blues take a one to nothing lead. The Blues, I hate to say it, are still being outplayed. I'm very happy that they have the lead. But Minnesota is really dominating them, and Jake Allen is continuing to have to make very big saves in this second period. Moves in, a drop pass, broken up, swung out. Jason Zucker overskated, he gets it back. He'll come calling with a stutter step. He's right in, denied by Allen. Ryan Suter in front, Zucker turned out with a save by Allen. Jason Zucker holding on to it. Just inside the line, Erickson Eck. Zucker, turned out again by Alec Coyle, what a save, Jake Allen, it's his game right now. Definitely his game right now, he is the key to this game, he is making Minnesota very frustrated, the fans in Minnesota I'm sure are shocked that they have not got a goal, so going out of the second period, the Blues still have the one to nothing lead, going into the third period, the Blues need to come out a little bit stronger, but in all honesty, they really didn't. Uh, they would continue to get pressure, continue to try to get the puck out of their end, and Jake Allen would continue to come up big with saves like this one. Still on the outside. Scandella calling for it. Stall off the stick of Allen. What a stop again! Make it twice! Down back to rebound! Oh my goodness! St. Louis survives. They get it out. Johnny, I don't know how this puck does not go in the net. Jake Allen continues with his heroics in this hockey game. They get the puck from behind the goal line, throw it out in front. Allen kicks it aside, Dumba the second chance opportunity off the outside of the net, tries to bank it off the skate. And then Zach Parisi is the guy who actually keeps the puck out of the net. I don't know how Jake Allen kept the puck out of the net on that one, but he did. And the Blues still hold their one to nothing lead by a very short, thin hair. It is it is just go time for the wild, and they're just really putting pressure on the Blues. The Blues are going to have to make some adjustments going into the second game. But let's get back to this first game. The Blues would try to make it two to nothing on this shot by Tarasenko, but Devin Dubnik, who hadn't been tested very much, got tested with about three and a half minutes left in the third period to keep it a one to nothing Blues lead. Schwartz into the Minnesota zone. The Barbashev down low, Tarasenko, pad save Dubnik, Petrangelo a drive, and that was blocked by Scandella. Dubnik wasn't tested a lot, like I said, but he kept it a one to nothing lead, which kept it a close game for the Wild. The Wild would put even more pressure on Jake Allen in these last couple minutes, and eventually they would pull Dubnik and give themselves a sixth attacker. And unfortunate to say, Zach Parisi, with just 21 seconds left, finally got a goal past Jake Allen to make this a one to one tie. Granlund has it. Suter. Back to Granlund. Centers for Coy with a score! Parisi ties it for Minnesota! Finally, a connecting pass that finds Pater. The Wild get the puck back down towards the net and watch this little redirect. Bing bang, and it's in the net. They didn't try and drive it through anybody it's just a redirect for Parisi on the back door and they utilize the extra man and the wild tie this game my goodness it took 44 shots but they were able to do it 
Yeah, can you believe that? 44 shots on Jake Allen, and he stood tall, did the best he could till 21 seconds left. But Minnesota ties it late on the goal by Zach Parise. Uh, Koivu gets his first assist, and Granlin gets his first assist of the playoffs. Uh, just a heartbreaker for the Blues at 19 minutes, 37 seconds into the third. Uh, you, you just kind of felt it coming with as much pressure as they was putting on him. But going into OT, you're wondering what's going to happen to the Blues. Are they going to be able to, uh, uh, you know, put some pressure themselves on Dubnik? Are they going to be able to start playing a little bit better? Minnesota played about the same, but I think the Blues' best part of the game was the overtime, and uh, they put pressure on Dubnik, and Minnesota put pressure on Allen. Bolin lost the puck. Schwartz has it. Schwartz fires. Saved by Dubnik. Rebound kicked out by Dubnik. Zucker now moving up to the outside of Bo Meester. His shot shielded by Allen. He's got the rebound. They scramble for it. And it's still fought for and frozen. Wow. How much more pressure can Jake Allen and the Blues defense put up with? It's just amazing. You know, although the, it sounded like, you know, the Blues didn't play very well in that overtime, I thought they played their best uh, time of the whole game. Uh, they've been dominated the first, second, third periods, but I thought they really stepped it up in this overtime and really deserved to win in the overtime, even though they hadn't played well the rest of the game. Minnesota's thinking they deserve to win, and you're kind of getting the feeling you're not sure which way this game is going to go, but eventually the Blues are able to pull this one out on a late uh, first overtime goal by none other than Joel Edmondson. Uh, here's Tarasenko. Skate to stick. Jaden Schwartz. He'll cut. Set up Tarasenko, he'll spin on Koivu, right out in front, a chance, they score! Joel Edmondson gets the goal, St. Louis wins in overtime. Well, the Minnesota Wild are stunned. They are stunned. The effort that they put forth here tonight, out shooting the opponent nearly two to, or I should say two to one. But in the end, it's the St. Louis Blues. Jaden Schwartz does a good job protecting the puck. Vladimir Tarasenko, a great job here on Koivu to get position on him, take it to the net. He loses that puck. He's not trying to pass it. He's trying to take this puck to the net. Unfortunately, he loses it. But fortunately, as he loses it, it goes right to Joel Edmondson, who's left all alone in the slot. And he's able to put it past an outstretched Devin Dubnik. No chance for the Minnesota Wild netminder. And a game winner for the St. Louis Blues as their bench is thrilled with the final result. They should be thrilled with the final result because they really did not have their best game. Jake Allen, just as Bryant Elliott did last year, kept the Blues in a lot of these playoff games and allowed them to be able to win. Jake is playing great right now. Hopefully he can continue this. That goal by uh, Edmondson would be, of course, his first of the playoffs. Assisted by Tarasenko is... First assist and Schwartz's first assist, 17 minutes and 48 seconds into the OT. At this point, the Wild just look shocked. I mean, just totally shocked. The Blues are celebrating, and they look like they just lost their best friend. How is this going to affect them going into game two? Not quite sure. They can either come back and have a great effort, or you never know. It may really just really hurt them for the rest of the series. Let's go ahead and go over the stats. If you looked at these stats and you hadn't watched the game and you didn't see the score, you would definitely think Minnesota probably won this game. But the Blues, of course, won it 2-1 to one to take the series lead one game to nothing. Minnesota outshot the Blues 
52 to 26, guys. 52 shots. And I know there was an overtime, but they got eight shots in overtime, which means they had 44 shots, almost 15 a period in the regulation. Both teams had power plays. The Blues had four. They were 0 for 4. Minnesota was 0 for 3. Uh, Faceoffs, uh, Minnesota really got that edge, 59% to 41%. Sabotka for the Blues gets his first goal of the playoffs and second as a Blue. Edmondson gets the game winner in overtime, his first goal of the playoffs. Tarasenko had a good game, got an assist. Steen got an assist. Schwartz had an assist, and I thought Schwartz played very well also. And Jake Allen makes 51 out of 52 saves. Just amazing. Zach Parise got that goal late in the third period with about 21 seconds left to tie it at one, his first of the playoffs. Koivu had an assist, and Granlin had an assist. So all the key guys for Minnesota got a couple points here. You know, these are their guys that score goals, and they played very well, but they didn't get the win. Dubnik makes 24 out of 26 saves. Played a very good game, but he did not play up to what Jake Allen did. Jake Allen is the star of the game by far. Let's go ahead and go into the post-game press conferences. And the first one we're going to hear from Joel Edmondson, the hero of the game with that overtime goal late in the first overtime. And we're going to hear from Jake Allen, who just was the star of the game. And then, of course, Coach Mike on the Blues uh, win in Minnesota. Is that one rate for you? <laughs> That's up there for the best one. Uh, I think it beats the one last year in Dallas. So um, I'm just happy that the team could get the win tonight. Talk about the goal, just how you saw the play. Uh, just I hopped on the ice, and uh, I saw... Both Vladimir's were doing some work down low, and then uh, they took it to the net, and I just I went down and popped right to me, so I had a pretty wide open net. When you see the puck and you see the open net, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> You're just hoping you don't screw it up. Uh, it's pretty hard to miss that one, but, um, you know, I, I thought uh, the forwards did a good job getting it down to the net, so, uh, you know, that's the stuff we're going to get if we put traffic at the net. So is there anything you can say about Jay Allen that you haven't said about him in the last few weeks? <laughs> um, yeah, 50-some saves, that's pretty remarkable. Um, we relied on him a bit too much tonight. Um, we weren't too happy with the way we played, but luckily he came to play tonight, and, um, you know, he stood on his head, and uh, he got us the win. When's the last time that you heard of a hockey team, I guess, getting out shot 52-26 to 26 and they still win a playoff game? Yeah, I don't know when the last time that happened, but um, it didn't feel like they had 50 shots, but, I, you know, I thought most of them were to the outside, but... Like I said, uh, our team wasn't too happy with, with the way we played, so um, you know we'll come back and be ready for game two. Any, any save of Jake's that stands out for you tonight? <sighs> I can't count that on both hands, to be honest. He, he made about 20 remarkable saves, so um, it was really good to see. Did you get to see that one in the second period um, with Charlie Coyle? Uh, that was, yeah, I, I think I celebrated there because that was, that was unbelievable. Um, he just stretched, sprawled out, and um, no, he's been doing that all year for us, so um, it doesn't really surprise me. You didn't really react much after the goal. No, I, I actually don't even know what happened, to be honest. I just I saw it go in the net, and I had guys on my shoulders right away, so uh, no celebration this time. If I give up, the game's over. Uh, i got to stay with it, and, uh, you know, we're going to expect the same from them next game. They're going to throw everything at the net. They have a good offensive team, and uh, we got to be ready. The guys did a really good job at tying up some sticks when pucks were scrambly around the front of the net, so... Um, kudos to them for doing that. Jake and Evan stand out. It seems like that long coil right on the doorstep there was the one that was really uh, one that stood out. Yeah, you know, I felt honestly a, a lot of shots from tough angles. It, I did a pretty decent job of keeping pucks away from their players. And, um, you know, th that's their forte. You know, that's how they score. They crash the net. They have a lot of skilled guys that can make quick plays in front of the net. So uh, we're going to expect the same. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes well Friday. 
Jake, what's your reaction when you see any push uh, I didn't even know it went in. Uh, to be honest, I thought there might be an interference call or something, but you know, a big relief for us all, big win, uh, great start. I don't know that I really can. I've had time to think about it too. Uh, I know that was going to be the first question, and uh, a phenomenal performance. That was that's about all, all I can say against a team that really challenges you. Not only you know, obviously the quality scoring chances, but the pressure at the net. Um, you know, the way he controlled. Um, Situations, shots, rebounds, uh, the puck. Uh, it was a real, obviously, impressive performance. Is there a moment maybe in the third period where you caught yourself going, how are we still in this game? They've, like, doubled the amount of shots. Yeah, you know what? I think, like, we, you know, I think we were guilty of, of playing a little bit safe tonight. Um, you know, and uh, and obviously, that's a good team, too. So, you know what? We're, we're in a tough building. We're in game one, and uh, and it's a good team, and, and uh, we know that we have to be better next game, but it was nice to get the win today. Will Edmondson as unlikely a hero? Well, the way he celebrated, it looked like he's, he wasn't too surprised. Um, so he, I thought he had a phenomenal game, though. I'm happy to see him get rewarded. And, uh, and obviously uh, the, the play of uh, Schwartz and Tarasenko, um, those are the kind of things that uh, those guys can do. Mike, sorry if you already addressed it, but what are you thinking when you see some of Allen's sprawling saves tonight? Oh, I thought he was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I mean, really, not much to say. He he was outstanding, and uh, and he was challenged in so many situations, and uh, and certainly stepped up. Did you have a favorite of all those, or a most shocking? Mm, it's hard to it's hard to think back at them all. To be honest with you, right now. Was just a good read by, by Eddie to be able to see how the play developed. And yeah, absolutely. I think. Well, that's you know what I really impressed with our group. Um, you know, wasn't real pleased. You know, none of us were real pleased with the third period, but we, you know, we still we were 20 seconds away from from getting the win in regulation, um, and so uh, you know, obviously it's a it's a it's a bit of a dagger when when that puck goes in, and so for us to regroup and uh, and and come out, and I thought our overtime was was probably our best period of the game, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we started to attack a little bit more, and uh, and got it on our toes a little bit, as opposed to you know kind of waiting and watching to see what they were doing. Uh, but Jake gave us that opportunity tonight, that's for sure. Mike, you'll take it, you'll regroup, but what do you need to work on? What wasn't there tonight? Well, I'd rather wait and, uh, and you know, look at the video. But um, certainly, like I said, we, we were on our heels a little bit tonight. Um, you know, they, they, no matter what, like, listen, they're, they're going to get a lot of shots. That's, that's, that's their philosophy. That's the way that they've been playing. And, and they're shooting from all angles, and, and they're trying to create secondary opportunities. So... Um, it'll be up to us to kind of decipher, you know, the, the shots that we gave up from the outside and the shots that we gave up from the inside. Uh, but certainly we have to possess the puck a little bit more. Certainly, uh, in my eyes, a lot of that's going to come down to face-offs, but we're going to be challenged against a good face-off team. Um, we started without the puck tonight, which makes it tough. Um, and then, uh, obviously, you know, when it comes time to, to have an aggressive mindset as far as how, how we execute, we need that. And then we need a little bit more of an aggressive mindset as far as um, getting into the offensive zone and spending some time putting some pressure on them. Yeah, you know what? I it's it's a work in progress for us. Uh, I I've been impressed all along, and obviously you get into a game like this, you know, with the fans and, and the way that their team is playing, we were challenged uh, big time with that tonight. So I thought it was it was an opportunity for us to grow as a group. Um, you know, this is what playoff hockey is about. That's what we said after. Uh, you know, after uh, they, they scored to tie it up, you know, they, and you have to overcome those types of things. And, 
and uh, and certainly we did. So be good for a goal a game. Or? I hope so. I hope so. But he's doing a lot, an awful lot of other things that uh, that are real, real strong and help us uh, get to our game too. So uh, obviously, you know, we don't come into any game expecting a player to score every game, but uh, but he seems like the type of player that that finds a way to make a difference. You get the kind of chances you want between the dots. I know you talk a lot about. No, I, you know, again, we we're not kidding ourselves. We know we have to be better. They they played a great game. Uh, we found a way to win a hockey game, but uh, but we'll find a way to get better, and uh, and that's that's what we'll do. Now, on the faceoff percentage, those are some maybe some of your lowest numbers all year. Yeah. I mean, was was it was it a group effort? Well, they're they're first. It was a group effort by them. <laughs> yeah, they they've got they've got good faceoff guys, so we're gonna have to look at that, and we're you know it's it's obviously it's it makes things tougher when you're starting without the puck, uh, especially against a team like that that possesses the puck that's strong on the puck. Uh, they don't give it up easily, so um, you know we, we, when it's there's going to be a lot of times in this series where we have to defend, and we have to defend with boys, and we have to defend with confidence. Um, but uh, but certainly when we have an opportunity to attack, we we have to be a little bit sharper in getting into those situations. The third time this year, Minnesota's pulled a goalie and scored against us. Yeah. Do they do something? Different? Well, we'll we've already looked at a couple things and and talked about it. So we'll you know not that I'm not going to say that. That, that all of a sudden we're going to have the magic solution. But uh, we have a couple philosophies that uh, that we'd like to see. Um, you know, I, hopefully we, we keep getting the opportunity and and uh, and practice. Your power play again looked like it wasn't. No, it wasn't wasn't sharp tonight. You know, that's, uh, uh, you know, on the flip side, our PK was, was outstanding. It's still interesting, though, to wrap your mind around the fact that you were able to win this playoff game leading out to that from no, I, and again, you know, we'll go back, and, and I know that they had some real high-quality shots, but it's going to, you know, they their numbers will be inflated every game. They're, that's I think they recognize that we protect the middle of the ice pretty well, and they're, they're trying to create from the outside. So we have to be, uh, you know, we have to be aware of that. I think we can do a much better job in some areas. Like I said, we, we didn't have the puck enough, and that's, that's the issue. But, uh, you know, I'm uh, I think that we know that we have to be better. That's the thing is we can't we can't just rely on Jake to to have an, uh, a performance like that night after night. Um, but certainly encouraged that we got the win. Do you have guys. the day off tomorrow? If he wants it. How the young guys look? Barbashev, Schmaltz, the first time. Uh, you know, I thought they get better as the game got on. You know, it's a it's it's a tough it's a tough tough atmosphere and a tough. Uh, Tough building and a, and a tough team to go into your first playoff game, and obviously a lot of emotion, a lot of, a lot of energy, a lot of momentum shifts. But uh, I thought as the game went on, those guys got better, and and that's, you know, I said it before, you you can't you can't uh, you know, try to talk them into what to expect or or you know coax them into to to you know being prepared for it. They they need to experience it, and I, I think they saw it firsthand, and and uh, they'll be better for it. So the Blues take a one to nothing series lead. The next game, of course, will be Saturday in Minnesota. And hopefully, hey, wouldn't it be great if the Blues could take a two to nothing lead coming back home? Not saying that's going to happen necessarily because this is a tough Minnesota team, but it would be nice to do that. Would be very, very nice. Few things they still need to work on, as uh, Coach Mike said, they didn't have the puck a lot in the in the offensive zone to attack Dubnik. They didn't get a lot of guys in front of him. They were outshot big time, and I know some of those shots came from the outside and from the corners of Jake Allen, but they, uh, the Wild had a lot of quality chances, and Jake just stood tall. They cannot 
continue to rely on Jake Allen. We've seen what happened last year when the Blues relied on Brian Elliott to basically, you know, save them through big parts of the game against the Blackhawks and and the uh, Stars. When they got to that third round, they were just all worn out, just worn out. I know a lot of people think, well, 52 shots, you know, that that's that wears out Jake Allen. Now it wears out the defense. It wears out your defensive core big time because they're constantly chasing, constantly chasing, trying to get the puck out of their end, constantly having to be physical, and it wears on a team. So the Blues need to make those adjustments, cut it down to, like I said in my playoff preview, 26 shots or under, and they'll be in a much better position uh, to win the game too. So that's it for this game recap of the Blues versus the Wild round one, game one of the 2017 NHL playoffs. I hope everybody enjoyed the game. I want to thank everybody for joining me here on the Drop Podcast. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Have a great rest of your week, and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.